0: Hey listeners, Hit the Books is available everywhere you get your podcasts including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, and more. Be sure to tune in each week and like, rate, and subscribe.
1: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 25 of Hit the Books, your weekly podcast dedicated to all things sports. This week, we want to review everything we've missed in the NHL and NBA the past couple weeks, recap the Super Bowl and more. Football season is over, but that doesn't mean that the sports stop. MLB is right around the corner, and NHL, NBA, and college basketball are in full swing. Some of the most exciting times of the year in those leagues coming up soon let's jump into today's episode by introducing my co-hosts huff ace and mackie ace let's start off with you this week what's happening buddy super bowl last sunday what do we got
2: uh yeah like you said coming off the super bowl um one of the most exciting events of the whole year for uh, us at least um that was a great game i thought one of the best ones we've seen in a while and uh, the whole podcast out i love to see that as well the team i've been jacking for weeks uh I mean, I guess I kind of gassed up Patrick Mahomes all the time. He's the best player in the league, and he came through in the clutch, so i love to see that too. But now we're getting all the other sports back off of the breaks too, so ready to roll there. Um, excited to talk about some all-different things today. So.
1: Yes, sir, you're right. Everybody cashed in on the Super Bowl. I got those records here coming up soon. Huff, you're up next. What's going on? Another week here on the podcast.
3: Yeah, what's going on everyone? Uh happy to be back. Like I said, fresh off the Super Bowl. Uh pretty very eventful game, like you said, if not the most that we've seen in the past I don't even know how many years, probably since that uh Eagles uh Patriots game, that uh back and forth game that we had there. The Eagles just put on a good show in the Super Bowl. They just couldn't get it done this year. And obviously against uh Mahomes, uh the crazy comeback, the ten point comeback in the second half, but uh, Mackie, I was watching with you and Jesse as soon as Mahomes scored that touchdown to start the second half I was getting pretty scared there and uh, should have hedged but hitting those first two bets I was I was on cloud nine the whole day the whole game I honestly didn't even really care too much about the end result but should have hedged it would have been the smart move because I could have got the Chiefs at uh, halftime I think it was plus 280 and uh, having two units on the Eagles I could have you know broke even on either way so or made money on either way technically But um, but you know, you win some, you lose some. Still made nine nine 9.3 units, I think, on the Super Bowl, hitting that first touchdown. About time I hit a first touchdown on the card. No better way to go out on the season than cashing in on a, technically two first touchdowns, a first team and a first touchdown. Um, but Eagles couldn't get it done for me, but we'll get into the game in a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. Pretty good weekend, though. A lot of sports going on.
1: Lots of good stuff there, Huff. Really excited for that. Let's finish it off here with Mackie. What's going on, buddy? Nice to hear from you again here this week.
0: Yeah, what's going on? Uh yeah. Hell of a Super Bowl. Definitely two best teams in the league like we like to see. So uh put up put up a really good show and uh obviously Kansas City came out on top. Me and Ace been uh riding them all year. Patty Mahomes that's the dude, uh can't really fade him. But hell of a game. Jalen Hurts definitely solidified himself as one of the top four I would say top four quarterbacks in the league with that uh with that performance. Just came up a little short. Um, overall, just uh, sucks. Football is over, but we're in the full swing of things in the NHL, NBA, college college basketball. Right now, we got March Madness coming up, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's basically it. Let's get into the swing of things.
1: Lots of good stuff there, boys. Excited for yet another week of sports here after the Super Bowl. Lots to look forward to. Let's jump into a little review of our cards lately. The NHL card overall is fifty nine, fifty three, fifty nine, and fifty three. For plus 4.4 units, the NBA card is 31, 23, and 1, plus 6.5 units. And the college basketball card is 64, 49, and 2, plus 10.5 units with some plays pending here tonight. I think we're working on some other things across the other leagues. But here, Wednesday night, lots of good stuff out of our daily cards. So make sure you're following those, checking those out on our social media platforms, and all that good stuff.
3: As college basketball has picked back up, uh, we've we've kind of hit a little cold spell in the NHL. So looking to get that back going. Uh, I know we haven't hit our last two, so definitely want to get back in the win column in the NHL. Is I think we were up like fucking seventeen units at one point,
2: if I'm not correct, fifteen. I know, right? Yeah, we were we were sitting pretty with double digits for a while. Um, definitely went cold around the All Star break, which makes sense with a lot of uh, weird lineup changes and people being sat out as they nurse those injuries, gearing up for the long haul. But uh, now that that's out of the way and teams are uh, either unloading or loading up on new talent at the deadline, um, I think teams are going to start to win that that need to, and we'll be ready to lock in those picks with some uh, good analysis there. Yeah,
0: NHL has definitely been taking a bit of a beating, but, uh, I I mean, we'll bounce back. We know what we're doing out here, so uh, everybody hits a dry spell. We'll we'll be back above 10 units in no time. I'm not really worried about that. College basketball has been rolling. I feel like that's our most consistent – um back above 10 units it's, it's gonna it's gonna get rolling we're, we're looking at uh maybe over 25 units by the end of the season
1: <laughs> I love it
0: that's the goal that's me, me and Huff talked about it
3: 25 that's the after number. March
0: Madness that's definitely I mean we should kill March Madness that's I'm doable on, there's so many
3: I'm, dogs and Mackie last year I know but I mean the past two years me watching March Madness with you we always agree on so many underdog money lines I know obviously like I always say take the points, take the points, but in March, there's just so much value on some of those dogs.
0: Yeah, and you're gonna let a few two units fly in in uh, March Madness when whenever we're really confident on a play. So um Yeah. I don't know. I definitely I I could definitely see up twenty five units by the end of the season. March Madness, I'm playing the E, and I know you are too, so
3: <laughs> Yeah, I like that sounds like a good plan to me, so uh let's 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 hope we can come back to this and uh what's today's date? February fifteenth, uh, end of March Madness. Let's see what the check record it. is. Check um, it back. We'll check. check the stats in about a month or so. We
1: little are little just month. one month away from March Madness here starting on March 14th, ending right around, I believe, the first week of April. Lots of good stuff to look forward to. So excited.
2: Can't wait for that, you know. Um can't beat the midday betting. I mean, everybody jumps in on that. Especially me, not a big NCAA guy throughout the season, so luckily I got Huff and Mackey doing all the research for me, and they'll film me on what to take when it comes that time.
3: It's a, March Madness. Is honestly, there is nothing better than like midday on a Thursday. There's sixteen college basketball games on at noon, and oh, that's the best time. Of year. It's almost. I mean, I always say afternoon baseball is good, but there's nothing like March Madness in the afternoon.
0: First two days of March Madness is actually better than like Christmas morning when you're seven years old. <laughs> it is. It's it's it way, is. it's actually better.
3: Thursday and Friday of March Madness, the round of sixty four is absolutely amazing every year. We always get some good upsets, and uh, we'll have to see if we can call one of these Cinderella story teams this year, Mackie.
2: Oh, we'll we'll be on we'll be on one or two of them. You know, you it's, guys ever it's heard of it? Down. In, in- you guys ever heard of an 8 by 8 for March Madness? I think I might have told Huff about this last year.
3: Yeah, I forget what it <clears> is, though. What is it? Where you take, like, you get
2: so many teams. Yeah, you get eight people, and you're each going to end up with eight teams to fill the 64. It goes round by round. You obviously randomize the draft order, and it snakes, and um, there's more value given to the lower seeds and whatnot. I think 1 through 4 are worth one point per round, like and so on. Like, 2 for the 5 through 8, 3 for the 9 through 12, and 4 for the 13 through 16, and then it multiplies. Um, and I think the points double each round for the win as well, and then the person who has the most points at the end wins it all. Pretty cool thing, though.
3: Yeah, that is sweet. I kind of want to do that. If you ever, if you need a spot or if you guys would want to do that, we I could get a Yeah, we could set one up is that. what I'm saying. We yeah. would
2: get our group going. And, yeah, well, I mean, uh, we got four people, people right here, so. Yeah, and it makes for a, a better way to go into it, because everybody has brackets. I mean, obviously, we'll all be entering a ton of those, but it's another way to enjoy some competition. and Get a different look at the tournament as a whole. <clears throat> yeah, I've,
3: as soon as you told me about that last year, I wanted to do that. And I, as soon as you said that, I thought that's what it was. Because I remember you said, didn't you have St. Peter's last year? That was one of your teams.
2: Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, I remember
3: you sending me that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, if this team's going to win someone money, I hope it's at least someone I know. Because <laughs> I was not a I think the only game I took them was who they beat in, like, the Sweet 16. Mackie, do you remember that? Who? St. Peter's. They beat a Big Twelve team. Yeah, they beat someone that was like a pretty big statement in the Sweet Sixteen.
0: I couldn't even tell you one team that they beat last year. Oh, they beat Kentucky.
3: That's who it was. I had Uh, them in that game. I was like, (laughs) I was like, if they beat or if they beat Kentucky, it's it's this is kind of out of hand, and they did. I had the money line. I remember.
2: I don't know who they beat after. They went to the Elite Eight and they lost. Yeah, they they lost in the Elite Eight. I have it up right here. One second. Um. They were the fifteen seed. They beat the two seed. Let's see. Did they
3: lose to like North Carolina or Duke?
2: They lost to UNC. Okay, that's what I thought. Um. Let's see. Where's the? Well, they beat yeah, the. They beat Kentucky.
3: I think Kentucky's Kentucky's the game I'm thinking of. Is that
2: the Sweet Sixteen?
3: No, and they beat Kentucky in yeah, the, the sweet- first round. Yeah, they be- no yeah, a, you're right. The they beat Kentucky the in the two. first round. Who they beat in the Sweet 16? Are you looking at the bracket from last year, Ace?
2: That's what I'm trying to. I have to keep buying a link I
3: forget who it was. It's going to fucking 22. kill me until we find out. But yeah, like well I mean like I said, I'll probably have 100 brackets. I I'm actually last year I think I toned it down to like 4 and I had one that was like decent, but obviously St. Peter's killed me just like it did everyone else and um yeah I'll definitely have a couple brackets going into this year and I'd definitely be interested in doing one of those eight by eight things if you wanna
2: Oh yeah St. Peter's they beat Purdue in the in the Sweet sixteen. That's it they Purdue beat, they beat them in the first round. Then they or that's or no they beat they beat Kentucky first, then yeah. Mary State, then Purdue. Yes. Yeah.
3: Purdue is Sweet Sixteen.
2: Yeah. Two, seven and three.
3: <laughs> just murderers row for St. Peter. What was that guy's name? Doug Eder. Yeah. And he uh, transferred. Yeah. Where'd he go? He's at Seton Hall. Yeah. I was going to say he went somewhere else. Seton Hall. Cause isn't He's that still where the, isn't that where the coach Shaheem Holloway went? Seton Hall.
0: Uh, um, yeah. And they, he brought like six players over. Yeah.
3: He took like the whole roster of St. Peter's. with him.
1: Poor St. Peter's. I love them last year.
3: They'll
1: never do that again. Ever. All right. Let's jump into a little NHL chat here. Let's start off here with something we chatted a little bit about here before the Super Bowl the NHL All Star Game and Skills Competition happening earlier this month. I did not watch it, but I heard it, it did some terrible numbers, had really bad reviews across the board. Um, played in South Florida, home of the Florida Panthers. Featured some interesting events like Teddy Tand- Tendi Tandem, uh, many that we've seen before. It seems like it seems the Atlantic Division has won the All Star Tournament, I guess is a good better way to put it. Um Sid and Ovi and Ovi's son went in the uh part of the skills competition, the breakaway competition breakaway challenge. You guys got any comments on this on the All Star game?
2: Yeah, I watched the uh the All Star competition, the tournament three on three tournament. I didn't get to catch the uh skills competition. Um and plus that's kind of become less and less eventful throughout the years there's less trying more theatrics but um yeah the tournament itself was good i one thing i'll advise you whenever you watch that always bet the over in every game it always hits um i had over 11 and a half in the first one i think it hit for like 19 and then the second game literally i thought it was dead I, the game was at seven goals or six goals with like a minute or two minutes left in the whole game and they scored like eight goals in the last two minutes they scored three goals in the last 30 seconds to cash the over and it hit 12 over 11.5. I was hyped. Yeah, they but, just played uh, no defense, but that's all star games. That's like. Yeah, that's the way it goes, all the breakaways. But uh, yeah, I watched Atlantic winning again. Had to see Posternock and Allmark in there. And then, of course, Jimmy Mott coaching the team. So got to hear from the boys. I was hyped to see that. But they had the Kachucks playing on the same line, and they made it a big deal to interview their parents the whole time. Uh, Keith Kachuk, legend. And Maddie Kachuk brought home the mvp of the whole thing scoring the most goals just beat out dylan larkin who was close for it but it was in florida so i assume that they'd give it to the panther as well he's kind of carried that over into this start of post all-star break he's actually been pretty hot coming out of that and the i was gonna say he's to picked get... it up the panthers were on a
3: little bit of a skid before the all-star break and they've started to look better
2: yeah but, um yeah, i think back... I, th- I really think that sparked him i mean he went hard in it put a lot of goals in won the mvp feeling hyped about hockey again had it in his hometown and now he's buzzing that team's going to get in the playoffs, I'm telling you. They're going to be a wild card and a tough out for someone early on. Those Bruins.
0: Hopefully we don't have
2: to play them. Yeah, hopefully we don't have to play them. That's, that, uh, that's
0: who they'll play, 100%. No, they, they, could, any- they, could
2: still, they could play seven, you know? They're not going to get I don't think so. And it's all tight. Three-point. We were alluding to this later in the podcast, but the wild card race for that bubble spots in the um, – in the East are pretty tight. All within three points. Four teams within three points of each other for those last two wild card seeds. The, um, pe- the yeah, Penguins, but, uh, the Cats. Pittsburgh have a lot of games. games yeah, in, uh, three games in hand from everyone. Four from. The our, Rangers, I looked at that. That's
3: actually funny. Them. You said that because I I was looking at our schedule the other day, and our last three games are against like Detroit, Chicago, and someone else that's not very good.
0: Yeah, you guys. I mean, you guys have the games, and you have the points on everyone. So. I mean, penguins have a bit of a bit of a jump on the rest of the team. The Panthers can definitely hop into that last spot.
3: I think the Islanders, um, dude. I keep Mackie. I think it was you that said the Islanders, and I started looking at their like how they break down. Then Ace told me Bo Horvat has 34 goals today. I did not know that. Um, not gonna lie, I don't yeah, watch but, many Vancouver Canucks games, but I don't think he's the reason. But I could see the Islanders sneak in. So
0: I I said that before too, but you know now they're on a three-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming out of getting Bo, Bo Horvat trying to trying to get some momentum going and you got the Panthers on your trail, so if I'm taking the
2: Panthers or the Islanders, I'm taking the Panthers. Yeah. What about the Caps, though? Everybody loves to sleep on them. I think they're they're obviously not as good as they used to be, but they have so much veteran leadership and talent there to get that job done. Another team that consistently makes the playoffs, they'll be a tough out as well. I
3: feel like that's... Yeah, they're, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I feel like they don't scare
2: me here. as much as they usually do.
0: Yeah, definitely not. They, they just fell off. They're not a really scary team at all. Um, I'd I feel like they're similar. The
2: they're similar to the Penguins, though. I think they have more talent than the pan than the Penguins. And they have more depth. I would say
3: they have mm-hmm. guys that like. I mean, I don't know.
2: Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, they, yeah, well, they have Backstrom and Wilson coming off injury. Um, they got Oshie. He's coming off injury. Uh, John Carlson. I don't know if he's coming back to see They Gustafson step up.
0: Yeah, they're really um, injured too. Yeah, hmm. they've been all season. I don't know if they still are, but.
3: They still are. That's I kind of keep going against them and um,
2: better they're they're betting they're against them. Hockey. They
3: just keep losing.
2: They're not winning. Yeah. that's one of those teams. Stay away from. I also stay away from a lot of caps games on on the books because they could go either way. They have, they have the talent to beat teams, but they're also not healthy or playing up to their standard. I just think it's gonna be it's gonna be a great race for that last wild card spot. I'm happy that I'm not a part of that because it's gonna be sweaty towards the end of the year.
0: I think it's gonna come down to two teams. It's gonna be the Islanders and the Panthers, and uh, I think the Panthers. I bet you the Caps spot. hang around,
2: and there's some I bottom dwellers. I just think
0: they're gonna. They fall beat the bad teams. Not all the time.
2: They're getting healthier too, and then you obviously have. I know they're a bit out of it, not by too much, but you have the Sabers and the Red Wings right there. I don't think the you guys are high on the wings. We take them a lot on the card, but I think the Sabers are a, a threat. I mean, they can't play much defense, but they can put the puck in the net.
0: Yeah, I, I just think they're going to fall off a little. They're a little inexperienced. I mean, they're, they're an exciting young team to watch, definitely. And I think they
2: have a bright future.
0: That prob- most likely a playoff team next year. but Two years uh, I out, I'd Yeah,
2: I just think they're going to fall, fall out of it a little bit this year. They're already on a four-game losing streak. It was nice to see their prospect. I forget his name, but he's that goaltender. Mm-hmm. I think he was playing in the beam pot or something. He had like a 46-save uh, shutout. Was he so. on Northeastern? Yeah. Yeah, Northeastern won it. The kid from Rhode Island scored two goals in the regulation. I played with him in the middle school. Gunnar wolf Fontaine. <laughs> yeah, I played with him and his sister when I was younger. Sister's my age, but he's he was nasty. He was like in fifth grade playing on our eighth grade team. Now he's scoring both goals for Northeastern. He's already drafted. He's gonna be sick in the uh, in the league in a few years.
0: Seems like a stud.
1: Alrighty, boys, and this Saturday. February 18th will be the Navy Federal Credit Union NHL Stadium Series at Carter-Finley Stadium in Raleigh, North Carolina, featuring the Capitals and the Canes. What do you guys think is going to happen in this matchup? Anything special? I feel like when they announced this game, I think last year, I, I was pretty hyped for it because they were two pretty hot teams, but I don't know what I'm feeling now. They
2: played last night, and they had a good matchup.
0: Yeah, yeah, these two teams just played last night uh, in, in Washington. Carolina won 3-2, but... Uh... I mean, Washington held their own. They were right in that game. It's a game of bounces. They actually scored one late, got taken back for goalie interference, I think, or something. I don't even know.
2: But uh, they tied it up late, and then just couldn't get another one. I think that the the, the the Hurricanes actually roll in this outdoor matchup. I know that they have the inexperience outdoor, and those Caps guys have played a lot. But the energy they bring to their stadiums, imagine the atmosphere there in an outdoor game for the Carolina Hurricanes. Storm Surge is going to be rocking. I think they might come out and roll them. That, that team's so good, too. Besides my Bruins, that's that's who I would pick to be a, the toughest out for the Stanley Cup this year. So, I mean, they're going to give uh, the Capitals all they can handle in the first career outdoor game in the Carolinas.
0: I think you're right. Yeah, definitely on on, uh, on the same side here. Um, those North Carolina people, they they love hockey. I don't know why, but it's huge down there. I have even no for, idea. They love it. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, that place is definitely. You can get hammered
2: place. and watch people roll each other the whole game. Why not yeah, sign me up? Even, it's even like, it's like new in, to them, that's why. Yeah. I just remember oh. my first year that we were all on the same team we were playing in uh the, the Carolinas for that tournament. It was North Carolina, right? It was like and a Fed uh,
3: it was like a Fed rink we were playing in.
2: Yeah, and it was yeah, No Well, I'm like, not talking about that game. That was Winston Salem. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's Wake Forest. Yeah, Wake Forest rank. That's like a Fed League rank, but I remember the tournament. It was at like the, the the home rink for the tournament. I forget which one it was, but I think it's we we showed up there and there's people around the rink building pyramids and like full coolers, full stands, just getting rowdy. Like it's a, it's a good time down there. Not too much to do, so they pull out to the hockey I, games. NC State's actually playing uh, a game on that
0: ice. Probably at, I'm assuming it's after that game. I saw that. That's pretty cool. That. That's awesome. They play. They've played at the Carolina Arena, right? Yeah, definitely. They're that. Who's Carolina's coach? Rod Rodnor, whatever. Rob Brendemore? Rob, yeah, Rob um, Brennamore. He's um, he's like came in and gave gave them a pep pep talk or something. It was pretty cool. Uh, are they, they are not awesome. in the ACC
3: anymore? They weren't on your guys' playoff standings.
0: Nah, they're in the upper division.
3: Oh. they made
0: like an upper division for those teams uh, with like, I don't know, V Tech, uh, UNC,
2: NC That's State. That's kind of tough because we NCAA. could hang with, like you could hang with them. But you're not going. I know. Win we anything. still.
0: I mean, we still played like Virginia Tech this year. We beat. We beat Virginia Tech. Uh, we played NC. We,
2: we, we played uh, UNC. We lost both games, but they were both close games. Hmm. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, but that's yeah. The, you can even see it at the pro level. I mean, just look at their playoff series and how effective it is at home when they play good teams in their building. I mean, they take every series to seven. It seems like. Yeah, they definitely feed off that energy. So I think. I think they're
0: a lot. I I agree with you here.
1: All right, boys, good stuff there. Big injury here coming into the league. The Senators goaltender, Anton Forsberg, out indefinitely after tearing MCLs in both knees, likely not be back this season, but not requiring uh, surgery for that.
3: How is that even possible? What did he do?
1: I have no idea. how do you tear them both? And I don't know how that doesn't require surgery when you do both.
3: That was my next question.
1: Well, um, that, uh,
0: there's... A goalie started, had his first start for Ottawa last night, and he won in a shootout. He had 48 saves. Kevin Mandelees.
3: Yeah, didn't we have, uh,
2: or no, that was uh the Islanders last night, right? Who's what? that rookie goaltender that's the first to start their franchise 3 now. Is that the guy playing on the uh, Blackhawks?
0: Yeah, it yeah, is. They're... He lost last night, though. Jackson Stauber.
2: Who... Yeah. A lot of rookie goaltenders going around throughout the league right now, which is pretty
3: crazy. It really is. S-
1: so I just saw the video. He got he got landed on, like weird, and like Mackie, I mean, I guess you can attest to this a little better. He like it looked like he stretched really fucking far, like <laughs> sat his ass like behind his feet, like oh, like he was weird. in was the butterfly and in, got he was sat down the butterfly, and his ass was like really far back. And somebody yeah. sat on him, so it just, like, It just, like, him, snapped his like, knees, yeah. pushed him backwards. Ooh, that,
0: dude. Holy shit, that has to hurt so bad. I can't even imagine that. That's just,
3: ooh, now I'm going to, like, start paying attention to that and
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: Mac is going to be on the ice tonight. Like, fucking get away from me. <laughs> get out of
1: here. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, b- back to what you guys are saying. Sorry.
2: Yeah, there's just been a lot of uh, a lot of changing of goaltenders throughout the year with a lot of injuries going around the whole league. So, but we see a lot of good goaltender play. So, always always good to see the next generation come up. Um, as we know, though, those veterans usually are the ones that get the job done when it matters in the playoffs. What's that saying yeah, for your just... goaltending squad this year? Um, I consider him a veteran. He doesn't have the ex- I didn't like he doesn't have the experience, obviously. But old Mark the league for what four or five years. Has he been in the
0: league four or five years?
2: Well, he's played for he played for um, Buffalo for two, so this is his fourth year at least.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I
3: didn't realize he's been in the league that long. I guess I'd never real- I never. I didn't think I, I knew he played for another either. team. I didn't know it was just two years.
2: Yeah, the only reason I knew him before was a Bruin because you could tell he was good because he'd have like a good save percentage and like goals against average on the Buffalo Sabers of. I was gonna say on a bad Buffalo Sabres team. Yeah, they they were terrible the last few years. I mean, let me let me look at.
3: But back to Ottawa. I mean, that's a team we talked about them before the preseason, and I said that could be a team on the up and coming in the next couple of years. But this year, I think they're they're kind of there's too many good teams in the East for them to compete yet, and um, they have a good core that if they keep that core around and supposedly there's talks of a new arena or a new stadium in Ottawa if they can get some some free agents up there. I mean. They could put together a really nice team and possibly go on a run and be one of the next. I mean, we haven't seen a Canadian team win the cup in how long? So I'm not saying they're gonna go that far, but Mackie. I think they they are on an up and coming for sure.
2: Sorry, to cut you off off, but this is this is Olmark's eighth year in the NHL.
0: What? Oh, shit. Wow.
2: How, where else did he play? Buffalo. His whole career before that, he played. Oh, okay. He went eight, yeah, ten, and yeah. two in fifteen and sixteen. He didn't get many starts in seventeen, eighteen, but. 2018, 2019, 2019, 2020, and 2020, 2021, he was their guy three years in a row, and then he was obviously the Bruins last year.
0: Yeah, still no playoff experience, though, but uh, I know,
2: damn, I didn't know you were in the league for eight years. But he's like a a certified starting goaltender, like he's not new to the gig, at least.
0: Yeah, but um, back to the Senators, um, I mean, they... They could be sitting sitting there playing for a playoff spot this year. I mean, they, they have four games on the Panthers, and they're five points behind them. So, I mean, you go 4-0, and, oh and you're up three points on the Panthers. You're sitting in a playoff spot.
3: Yeah, that is a good point.
0: I mean, they had a, they had a rough just, start, but I think they're really finding themselves now. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. I was going to um, say,
3: I've bet against them the, probably two of those last uh... – ten and obviously with that record i think i've lost both of them the one we had calgary in it
0: yeah there's just a lot of teams that are that are right there this year
4: yeah
1: tough injury there for the senators we'll see what happens with them coming into the playoffs here trade deadline is approaching just two weeks two two and change weeks away here um some big trades that have come in new york rangers acquire forward Vladimir Tarasenko, defenseman Nico McCullough from St. Louis blues in exchange for forward Sammy Blyce defenseman Hunter Skinner and conditional draft picks. Great pickup there by the Rangers. What do you think, Mackie?
0: Yeah, definitely a huge piece that we need needed to pick up near the trade deadline. uh, Get us over the edge of some of these teams. We've been absolutely playing incredible hockey recently. I think we're definitely one of the top five teams in the league as of late. Um, on a, on a nice winning streak here. You went into Carolina. You beat them 6-2. Uh, they're just playing really good hockey. And obviously, they have all the momentum right now, getting Tarasenko. Uh, they're all confident. All the confidence and everything. We've got two goaltenders playing incredible. A lock 6-0-1 in his last seven. Um, and obviously, we know what Sh- Shisterkin can do. I don't know. This team's scary. I don't, I wouldn't want to see this team in the playoffs. I know the East is full of uh, full of powerhouse teams right now. you got the Bruins, uh, Hurricanes. Obviously, the Lightning are no, no one to be scared of Leafs. But uh, Rangers are up there. I'm telling you, that's not a team
2: that I would want to see in the playoffs. Um, I don't know, about yeah, I I, yeah, I agree with you. Definitely one of the uh, NHL's elite, and it's just a, the thing is, it's on that powerhouse, um, powerhouse Eastern Conference. I'd still put them at the uh, four spot. I still have them behind the Bruins, Canes, and Lightning, but they're definitely very close to that Lightning group. Obviously, the Lightning have the experience. Um, I compare this Tarasenko move really to Taylor Hall. It's kind of fle- like least expected, and then you just swoop out of nowhere, pick up a former stud of the NHL, and you can throw them onto depth at your line if you want, and you can put them together with your top guys when needed and can really flourish and bring some life and goal scoring into their offense. I think it's a great move, great pickup by the Rangers. Um, definitely gearing up for a big run this year.
3: Yeah, and there was rumors of him leaving there. Obviously, for the past couple of months, we've heard this. And throughout the offseason last year, I feel like we heard rumors about him possibly moving on from St. Louis. And there was always the Rangers as a rumor. And I said, if he goes there, that's going to be a very scary look. And uh, Mackie, like you said, I definitely think they're a top team, one of the top teams in the uh, Eastern Conference. And definitely a team that I would not want to see in the playoffs. Obviously, um, we had to play you guys last year with all the injuries. Definitely, I don't think we we could even force – Six games this year against you guys, let alone seven. So, um, I think the Rangers is a very good move for them. Anytime you get like Ace said, uh, you know top one of the former top goal scorers in the NHL and still has a lot left in the tank. I think that's a big move going into the playoffs for a team that uh, Mackie. They went to the they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, correct? Yeah, to the Lightning four two. Yeah. And, I mean, you add a goal scorer like Tarasenko whenever you need it. And, like you said, Shisterkin's ability in the playoffs, we've seen it, a uh, former Vesna winner. Um, I don't know. I think the Rangers – I've been staring at their price to win the cup just because it's so good and everyone else, all those teams, we keep saying are so low and not really worth me taking a future right now. But I don't know, dude. The, the I think I saw the Rangers like 16-1 to to win the cup. Like, that's higher than they were preseason. They just got Tarasenko.
0: Yeah, I got him at – I threw 50 on him to win 800.
2: Huff, you uh, you've been riding that that Rangers all year. You, you said you locked them in preseason too, though, no? No, I did. I didn't end up locking in in preseason. I'm glad I didn't
3: because if I want to do it now, I mean, like obviously, They're I th- like I think the like I think it's worth taking a br- future on the Bruins. But like I'm seeing plus three fifty. Like that's not you know what I mean. Like when I want to take a future, I want like kind of crazy odds. So it's like if I hit it, okay, I just hit like a crazy odds future, but. I mean, plus 350 to lay lay the money now and, you know what I mean, not get it back till the end of fucking June maybe. It's like, I don't know.
2: But futures
3: I, like that,
0: you're, like, not expecting to hit. If you Exactly. If you, if you so, the, like, I never really take a plus Bruins, 300 you, future. You're expecting to hit. Yeah, you play, if, if I you took, take a plus yeah. 300 future on the Bruins, you're expecting to hit it.
3: But if I also – I, t- took, I took Bruins. If I was Bruins. picking the Bruins, if I was putting – if I wanted to throw money on the Bruins and win the cup, I, my dumbass would parlay it with something else. You know what I mean? And, like, I would hit the Bruins, but not the other thing. You
2: take the because I'd, wa- like I'd still a favorite for March Madness or something like that.
3: Yeah, something like that.
2: Or an NBA favorite, I guess. Who's the NBA? I'd probably favorites? do like Celtics. It's the Celtics, it's the Celtics but Celtics, I'd I'd probably yeah. take the Bucks because I don't think the Boston know, Boston think, parlay.
3: I couldn't do that. I have I think that. I in. I, I, I have have like that the Bucks.
2: <laughs> I believe it. Um, I mean, whenever you can hit that. I mean, a lot of cities do stuff like that, though. You could have hit the the Philly, Philly 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 lose 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 parlay. That's so funny. <laughs> Steelers and Steelers and Penguins
3: did it back in what? don't know. Last time. Steelers hey, Eagles
2: listeners, uh, they spell Philly with two L's. So you took one the other day, and Huff took one on the book. I so don't there's know. They need, for the week.
0: They spell it with three now. Yeah. Hey, if How I, I hey if I wasn't
3: one? on the if I wasn't on the Eagles, I don't know if I would have been on Jalen Hurts first touchdown. So that kind of was a, a blessing in disguise. So. I'll take the I just, a, I, I followed our
2: our podcast last week to, not to touch on I mean, I know we're doing NHL right now, but our podcast last week, if you tailed those picks that we talked about, we, we hit on a, a lot of them. Like the <laughs> Dude, it was t- actually great. The first team touchdowns that hurts and Kelsey, that's no brainers. Free. Give us that. And they fucking cashed easily.
3: I think Mackie and Jesse both had Pacheco. Uh anytime touchdown. What was the other that one was we huge. were talking about? I didn't about? think we were getting that. I really didn't think I was getting that. There was another like long shot that oh a beak said Kadarius Tony anytime touchdown plus 370 yeah, that yeah.
2: hit. I took it too. I took it. I was like fuck it a beak will ride. And he did it. He almost as housed the kick return too. He almost yeah, housed the kick return a- too.
3: Does that oh, count yeah, as an right, anytime it's... touchdown score for him or for the special Oh yeah. Team? Yeah.
2: Oh no, yeah. for
0: him. You don't get the yards but you get the touchdown.
3: But So the special teams and Kadarius Tony would cash in that situation?
2: No,
1: and when you bet,
2: it's a defensive touchdown, no, not a special it's team. D, it's,
1: it's d, no, it's it, D spa- slash ST.
2: Yeah,
3: it's, it, you're oh, also always. betting on you a kick get, or
2: a punt return. Yeah, that would count too, though. It would count for that. You, both would hit, I believe. So If yours both. says that's, defensive that's or special team. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Unless they just mean defensive special team.
3: Yeah. No, they're like at least where I'm thinking of. It usually says it'll be like Steelers defense slash ST special. Yeah. You know what I
2: mean. Yeah, then it would count both. I would assume. Like a blocked extra have- point.
3: Like a blocked extra point that gets run back. I, yeah. You would hit on that because it's obviously going to oh, be yeah. like some some linebacker that would be a. You know what I mean? You can't even bet their touchdown anyway.
2: Or a fake punt touchdown. Yeah.
3: Exactly. But yeah, Kadarius Tony, that was the other one I was trying to think of.
2: Yeah, great great day though. But definitely be looking for some of that here. That's why you gotta tailor our picks. I mean, this NHL season, we've been uh up most units and then it's gonna it's gonna come back up. I mean, we, we know a lot about it. Now we can really lock in on this season. So a lot of those same teams we've been touching on all year have been eating and I think they're gonna continue to do so. So we'll be right there.
1: All right, boys, lots of good chat there in the NHL Eastern Conference. What do you guys think is going to happen and come out of the West here? You know, Stars and Jets and Avs leading the Central. Uh, Wild right there with the Avs. Knights, Kings, and Kraken leading the Pacific. Oilers right behind the Kraken there. What are we thinking?
2: Yeah, it's kind of uh, tough to say that that McDavid is not really – in the front runner for this this conference. I mean, he what well, a whopping 97 points already this year and leading the goal the league with 42 goals. And they're not even like the kings of the conversation when it comes to who's coming out of the West. They're fighting for their playoffs lives themselves. So to me, that jumps off the screen. But those expansion teams have been buzzing all year long. They've seen them all over our card. Um, and then further than that, the Avs, I think, are going to start picking it back up. We're still getting them at plus money. Uh, Liked them tonight, so... We'll see how that turns out. But those are the teams I'm really watching out west. Um, I don't know who you guys have your eyes on out there. I really like the Knights out there.
0: Knights, um, we know, we know what, the kind of talent they have. And obviously they added Eichel this year. Um, they're just finally getting healthy as well. They're sitting at the top of the division right now. So they're sitting pretty good. Maybe they can, get a, they can finish at the top of that division and get a wild card team in the first round. Get some uh, momentum going. Uh, Logan Thompson is playing some good,
2: good hockey as a. I think he's a he's a rookie, correct? Yeah, he's a rookie. He's actually number two in rookie of the year race, I believe. Or yeah, obviously close. behind Matty Beniers. Um, but uh, yeah, I really like him. I really like this team. I think they have a good shout out
0: west in a weaker conference than the Eastern Conference.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say uh-huh. I kind of I do like that Knights team, but another team uh, I was looking at just for the sake of both having really good solid goaltending is the Dallas Stars. And- Jake Ottinger and what I feel like he's capable of doing in a playoff run with that team. That's a team I didn't have a lot of faith in coming into this play or coming into this regular season. And they've obviously shut me up with a, what are they, 30-14 record, 11 overtime losses. So they're getting the job done on their home ice. And that's something in the playoffs that when you're the top seed, you know, you're going to be playing on your home ice up until the whole way through. But uh, I think they're capable. Them and Vegas, I think, would be my two picks right now. Obviously, Avalanche kind of having love a Vegas year. Too. but. love Vegas yeah, those are two teams. Just I feel like the goaltending is the most solidified in the West. But obviously you still have teams like Winnipeg with Halibut, and they've been playing good hockey. But I just feel like Winnipeg finds a way to choke every year. So I'm going to go with Vegas yeah. and Dallas out of the
2: West. Yeah, Vegas would be my pick as well. I think they finally get to the cup this year after being a uh, Knicks from it for so many. But the thing is that – uh just lost my train of thought quick. That's tough. Oh, that Stars team. I, I'd say Ottinger's the uh, – Fourth-best goalie in the NHL, honestly. So he's he's the reason that they're going to be there. And then they have a lot of guys up front. Seag Ben. Joe Pavelski still playing great hockey. You have Jason Robertson with 34 goals. Amir Heiskin on that big contract on the back end. Guys like Fox, a hint. Um, I mean, the depth is off the charts for him. And they're just buzzing. They, they've been in the playoffs a lot of seven-game series, knockouts in the past few seasons. But I think they get over the hump and probably set themselves up for a nice Western Conference matchup with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights or if McDavid can... Make some magic happen and get his team there. I think that that Kraken team will probably be a first round out and would be a nice matchup for the Oilers there. But we'll see how it comes out down the stretch and uh, who ends up who ends up getting there. But I think it's going to be an Eastern Conference team that takes it uh, for sure. The thing, the question I have is, how many points do you think McDavid ends with? He's at ninety seven right now. He's going to hit one fifty. One fifty. That's not a bad number. Probably. I'm. I mean, I'm going to say one fifty eight. How many games left? I think I asked this earlier. About roughly, would you say? 30 30 thirty maybe? Twenty-five? Twenty-five? No, that's thirty.
0: Alright. Most teams have yeah. thirty at least. I mean right, he'll we'll have at
3: 30. least he'll have at least forty more game forty more points he has this game games. So yeah, 28, twenty-eight more, more
2: games. games. So I'm gonna guess he gets forty more points. I'll say he gets like one forty. I'll go just ten under you, one forty.
3: I was gonna say, I think he gets like around forty more points. So whatever the math is on that, one thirty seven.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, Hoff. I think he's going to hit a stride. He's going to hit 150,
2: I'm telling he you. He does put up two points a game, well, three points sometimes, so maybe our math's a little wrong there, Hoff. Ace,
0: hey, just out of curiosity, who's your top four goalies at, with Ottinger at four? Uh,
2: Vasilevsky, Hellebuck, Shesterkin, Ottinger. Sturkin at three? Yeah. That's great. He's fallen off okay. a bit this year. <laughs> yes, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also had to say that despite you, but no, he's 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 probably the two coming into the year. But I guess you could argue it's three. But I'll give uh, he's on a better team than Hellebuck too, a much better team. I just like those big goalies, you know, like Vazzy and Hellebuck. That's why I yeah, like Hel- Hellebuck a already has Vazhi and Ottinger's belt too. Um, but yeah, Ottinger is right there too, and he's the youngest of the group. I know Shesterkin's pretty young too, but I think Ottinger can still up his game even more. Uh, he has a great team in front of him, too. I think there's so much firepower on that Stars team. But those are the elite four goaltenders in the NHL, in my opinion. Those are neck and shoulders above everybody else. And then I guess you just have Olmark, top of Tier 2, just because he's playing so well, but he's not really like as talented as those other guys, I don't think.
0: I think it's a lot oh, to do with the team, but you definitely got to put him right there at the top of Tier 2. Yeah.
2: But those top four clear-cut best Sirokin. players in the NHL. Sorokin, yes, I was just going to say, two. where do you I think Sirokin. he's outside the top... Outside of that top tier,
0: oh yeah, I'd say he's sitting right there at the top of tier two, though.
4: Yeah, yeah, he's for
3: so sure. capable of just going on a crazy run, though.
2: Yeah, he did it. I he did it a couple years
3: more. ago in the playoffs when the Islanders had a little. No, run No, but in the I playoffs. thought I
2: thought it was Varlamov. Yeah, yeah it wasn't Sorokin.
3: So yeah. we were beating the Penguins. Kept beating Sorokin. I think it was the second round that Sorokin did better, but we would always get the yeah. I can't talk. The year we lost to the Islanders in the first round, we kept losing to Varlamov and Varlamov would play, but we would beat Sorokin. And whoever the Islanders got in the second round, I thought Sorokin had a pretty good round.
2: Didn't they go to the East Conference Finals that year? He he beat the they beat the Bruins and it was Varlamov against us. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. But the thing is, he's not I think this is the first year he's really had the cage to himself, right?
0: Last year too. He he's he just gets so many shutouts. He's just inconsistent. I mean, he's either on or he's off.
2: Yeah, he's but I'd say really he's right outside. Ottinger has, is making a case to be like, for years to come, to take over that one spot potentially. I think he, he has that much talent.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. within the next three years, one and two is going to be Shisterkin and Ottinger. I don't know who's going to be one and two. I think one of them will have a cup and that will decide. But um is getting a little older now. Um, Hellbuck's getting a little older now. I think it's definitely going to be those two guys.
2: Yeah, just for right now though, Vasilevsky watching that avs Bolts game last night, he's the guy. Like he plays with the swagger, the confidence. Did you see? Always...
0: Did you see the save he had on McKinnon? Like that was not easy at all, and he just yeah. fucking didn't. Like he didn't barely even moved.
2: Yeah, he's he's insane. Like he's he's been doing it for so long. He has all the accolades. I mean, you can't knock him off that spot yet. No, no, sorry. no. That's why, that's why I'm he's still so on. Give us three years when he when he. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. A little older, and he's not moving like he does. now. He's not even that old though, right?
0: He's got to be in his thirties.
2: I'll verify. That's the stat was. Maybe 29.
0: Vazilevsky
2: is... He's born in 94. He's 28. He's young. I didn't think he was Yeah, young. so
0: by the time you're 31, 32 years old, you're not moving like you do. Yeah,
3: it's not like he's old, though. Yeah. But Mackie Igor is 27. He's a year younger than him.
0: No way.
2: Yeah. Mackie's shook right now. I didn't think Vazzy was that young either. I thought Shaserkam was about 25.
0: I thought Shaserkam was 25, too. So, how old? Do- Ottinger's only 25. He's 23. No, Ottinger's he's 25. Younger. He's 98. Ottinger's, he's 98. He's 24.
2: Ottinger's 24.
0: 24. He's a 98,
1: though. He'll be yeah. 25 this year. Yeah. So no, he's right. a late he's 20-
2: 98, Mackie. He's like December 18th, like basically a 99.
3: And Halibach's the oldest of them all at 29.
4: Oh. So it will be
2: Sorokin. on in a few years. No, it's still going to be Schuster
3: Sorokin, 27, same age as Joke's on
2: you. It's still going to be Vasilevsky. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough hockey talk for today, but we've got a lot coming. I know we're going to have some plays this week, so definitely stay tuned for those picks.
1: Yeah, boys, lots of good stuff there out of the NHL. <coughs> Again, the trade deadline just two weeks away, so probably lots more uh, details to cover before that let's shift our focus over to the nba the big talk of the town right now is kevin durant to the suns in a four-team deal including the suns the bucks the pacers and the nets we haven't got to comment on this yet
2: yeah like you said kevin durant going to the phoenix suns i mean what a deal for a team that's that needs to get over the hump mackie and i really trashing them the last few nba segments um they're always right there in the standings, and then they fall apart in the playoffs. And then why not go get the Slim Reaper guy who has the rings and the accolades? I mean, that puts you over the top, in my opinion. They have to be the odds-on favorite to win, besides the Celtics right now. But out west, I mean, Mackie, what do you think? Does this change your tune on uh, the Phoenix Suns at all? You think they have a chance to win it now? I think a few weeks ago we wrote them off.
0: Yeah, I mean, you just added a top three player in the league. Of course, it's going to change my attitude on this team. I'm, at, I'm, just, I just don't like the Suns at all. I don't like Chris Paul. I don't like Devin Booker. I don't think they deserve anything. They threw a party for winning the Western Conference Finals.
2: I like DeAndre Ayton.
3: I like Ayton too. I was no, just gonna I don't say really I like, like Ayton.
0: him either. He's he he's a first round exit in, in March Madness, and then he goes yeah. to the league. What a loser! Um, I I just don't like this team at all, and I don't think that they deserve to win. But when you yeah. add Kevin Durant, we we saw it with the Warriors. Granted, the Warriors are, had already won a championship, but you add a player like him to a super team, and you're probably going to win a championship. I don't see how they don't win it this year. Um as long as he fits the system. I mean, we've seen a lot of star players go to go to big teams and it just hasn't worked out. So we could maybe
2: see this again, but um, what's crazy to me What's crazy to me is if you guys remember all the, the rumors in the offseason about any big name going to the Suns, it was always rumored that they had to give up Devin Booker. And what's crazy to me is they didn't they didn't give up one of those top guys to get Kevin Durant so they can keep him in the mix. They've been, gone toe to toe with some of the league's best year in and year out. I mean, this move has to put him over the top. And uh, I know the West is tough out there. A lot of teams loaded up, but I think they're they're going to be one tough out.
3: Mackie, just to defend DeAndre Eaton there, for you came off pretty hot about him. I didn't know you were that passionately about him going to the NBA, but he had to go to the NBA. He was getting paid. It, there was like a whole investigation about it. So he just said, fuck this place. I'm going to the league.
0: I just don't like him, to be honest. I just don't. I don't know. I've had this time. My my boy's a Suns fan, so I'm really biased against them because he oh. talks about them nonstop and how good they are. Yeah. And I just hated how they threw a parade for a Western Conference
3: Championship and then they got beat four one in the finals. I forget. I think it was two years ago when maybe it was the bubble year. Were they in the playoffs? The bubble year? No, yeah, they,
0: they were. They went seven. No, they weren't. They were. They went seven zero oh in the play or in the bubble. And then they just still missed the playoffs. They
3: just missed it, yeah. So last the year that they played the Bucks in the finals, I forget, I took eight and like two or three games in this one series to score for the first basket and he hit all three or two out of the three and I'm just I was like, I absolutely love this guy now for the rest of my life. So um but I think the one the one game I took him first basket and then I just did like fifteen points and ten rebounds and he hit it. It was like plus eleven or plus eleven hundred or something like that. It was pretty good. So is that why
0: is that why you came in defending him? You have a soft spot for him?
3: Yeah, I have a little. He I have a nice little bet slip somewhere in my in my in my photos from him <laughs> yeah. gashing me a nice same game parlay. It literally was just DeAndre eight in first basket, DeAndre eight in 15 points, DeAndre eight in 10 rebounds. I'm like, "Yep, that's if I mean if he gets the first basket, he should get that."
0: Yeah. I I just don't, I don't know. I just don't like. But yeah, him. but Dude,
3: that to Kevin Durant made, made... like you said, er go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say that bubble tournament was so easy to make for so much money.
3: Yeah, it was, there was no home court advantage. It was just like
0: it was just all the best players in the world just straight up hooping, pick up. Yeah, it was every. Yeah. I think every single overhit.
4: Oh yeah,
3: T. But, T. but like Warren, you said about game. I was gonna say T.J. Warren was is that the year he was a uh pacer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the first round. I
2: mean, you talk about the bubble. Lamecki, leading point scorer, we didn't even touch on that last week. He uh, got another phony ring to add to his resume in the bubble. So
0: don't call I, it a phony ring. If anything, it's that's the hardest ring to win. <laughs> the best players in the world just simply hooping. that's showing that he's. What did he the best do? What did he
2: do? He beat Jimmy Butler, who played like sixty minutes a night, without Bam Adebayo.
0: They got there, didn't they? Didn't they beat the Celtics? That six yeah, Celtics but, team, they beat them.
2: No, that wasn't the six Celtics team. The six Celtics team lost to the Warriors last year.
0: It's the same team.
2: No, it got better. It got better this year, too.
3: You guys just added, like, Grant Williams. And Robert... Nah, Williams. No. They got
0: Al Horford from the year before. They they don't think yeah. they had Al Horford in the bubble. They didn't. They he played the against Sixers. him. He was in the Sixers, right?
2: And, yeah, and they also... Um, Rob Williams picked up a much larger role and got a lot better. Everybody got a year older. And then this year they added, um, what, Brogdon and... Some other key wing guys. Before it was Daniel bucket Tice. Bucket. Daniel Tice was Tice was the fucking center of the year in the bubble. I mean, come on. dude. I used Bam to Adebayo was all over him. All the
3: time too. Oh, he Bam was Adebayo
2: great. was all over him in that, in that seven-game series against the Heat. That's when I was living and working in Florida, too. So all these Heat fans were trying to chirp me when it went to seven. That was a crazy series, too. But then Adebayo got overplayed. He got injured. I think, uh, what's his name? Drogic got injured, and they didn't play in the finals against LeBron. So. That Heat team that was buzzing ended up missing out on some of their key players. But that was that was good, good effort by Butler. Though.
3: That was the Lakers' year. That was Kobe's year. I mean, it was meant for the Lakers. Yeah, no.
2: Agreed for sure. I think LeBron deserved it too. But uh, LeBron's team, speaking about loading up, besides the Suns, the Lakers really loaded up at this deadline too. A lot of people like to chirp their ownership. But they got D'Angelo Russell back. They got um, Rui Hachimura. And they picked up Ball Ball, I believe. So that's three yeah. good pieces, and they offloaded no. the, the, some of the cancers on their team with Pat Bev and Russell Westbrook.
3: Mo Bomba, not Ball Ball. Who'd they get? The Lakers got Mo Bomba, not Ball Ball.
2: All right, yeah, I was thinking two two similar type players, but I mean Mo
0: Bomba's is kind of trash. He's not gonna help you in a
2: playoff run. Yeah, but he can. Uh, they can play a song in the locker room and get hyped now. Yeah. I guess it does add a little. No, but D'Lo and um, Rui Hachimura, I think those are two really good pickups. Uh, both great fits for that team. They're both young stars, so way to add them around LeBron.
3: I liked I liked the and, addition of Hachimura.
2: Yeah, I they got rid of Russell Westbrook, so that's what everybody wanted too.
3: mm Mhm. So what LeBron wanted, we'll see how it works.
2: What did you say, you broke up there?
3: I said it th- I mean that's what LeBron it seemed like LeBron wanted. We'll see how it works i mean i I talk a lot of shit on Westbrook, but I mean I think he's a good basketball player at times he just needs to learn a role, but he clearly him and Lebron just wasn't going to work no.
0: i see i I think he did learn his role. I think he's been playing well this year. he, was playing,
2: well year. he, he was, was playing well lately he was playing well lately of off year. the bench that's why they'd come into him, the though. games and he'd just get buckets.
0: he's just finally learned his role he, he, he wouldn't accept his role before I, He'll take his role as a sixth man now. He's playing good basketball.
3: Yeah. I just. Russell, the
2: way it's, the season Sorry, that started.
3: Imagine,
0: imagine that like, Lakers
2: team is going to be the same thing, though. They just need LeBron and AD healthy. That's really all it is.
0: That's the hardest thing. That's how. Yeah, I was going to say uh, that's.
2: Other than that, the last team out west, I think that really made a key move was the uh, Dallas Mavericks acquiring Kyrie Irving from the Nets. Um, that kind of spurred the, the KD trade, but. They've kind of been buzzing with uh, that backcourt of Kyrie and Luca, and I know that they played the other night and lost by three in their first game together, I believe, and just missed out on finishing a comeback. But Kyrie's been pretty electric since he got there, and if he can keep his head on straight, I mean, that's a tough duo as well. Yeah,
0: they're, that's going to be fall a short. very exciting team. You, know, you know they'll fall short.
2: Their front court's pretty weak, but, I mean, those two guys on the back end, they're ballers, and they'll give it all they got. I mean, they'll put up big stats to keep them in playoff series, so. They play the Grizzlies, something like that. They could give them a run for their money, in my opinion.
0: So Kyrie says some weird shit and Luca wants some shit.
2: Good thing is Luca Luca this maybe a little bit of a language barrier might be in Kyrie Irving's favor there. Uh
3: but I kind of agree with Mackey. Yeah, I think this team, I don't know if they're gonna make too much noise this year. I still think teams like like obviously Phoenix and um we I mean, no one wants to see no one wants to see the Denver in Nuggets the way- in the playoffs.
0: They were uh, in the Western Conference Finals last
3: year. Yeah, I know. I just, I and don't that's, know. I'm, that's I feel like Luka Doncic
2: good. has the ability to, to win any basketball game that he plays in, and then you add Kyrie Irving. That's just another X-Factor.
0: Yeah, and then you add Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre. And uh, It sucks getting rid of McCall Bridges, though. He was a really nice piece to that team.
2: Agreed, but. You gotta do what it takes for. Uh, yeah, you gotta do what it takes
3: to get the slim Reaper. Especially if
2: it's especially if it's not Devin Booker too, you know. Did, yeah.
4: did you hear like what Hubbard said keep about them.
2: it? Yeah, yeah. About he how he like, found yeah. out from his buddy, or he was like, "You gotta no, do it for Kevin like, Durant."
0: He was like, "I get it. Like I would do it too. It's it's Kevin Durant."
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that's got gotta be a good feeling to get traded for Kevin Durant. But they got a pretty good haul back. I mean, they got Dim Woody, they got Bridges, they got I believe a few Dimwitty more pieces. and some
0: was the best as in, the, as in that...
2: Yeah, and that's why it's gonna to help to maybe reduce his career a bit, but that's good for the Western Conference to get some more power. I know we really are heavy on the Eastern Conference here. We think that the winners gonna come out of there, but a lot of these moves shake up the league and some outlook for the rest of the season.
3: I'm telling you, no, I don't want to see these Denver Nuggets and the Jokic is playing fucking good basketball, and I love him, so I'm gonna be a little back biased to the odds on Nuggets, favorite. But-
0: this this could be like Dirk's 2011 win. Jokic,
3: yeah, yeah. I was gonna he's say gonna I thought you were alluding back to the Mavericks, and I was a little confused, but yeah, I see what you mean.
0: No, yeah, like with a uh, joke, like beating all these super teams. Like he had to beat Kobe, yep. he had to beat KD and Russ. Um, he beat LeBron and D Wade in the championship, I think. You'd you'd have yep. to beat probably that Celtics team in the championship and everything. So that'd be that'd be pretty sick. There's definitely he's yep. definitely the player to do it. That guy is just unbelievable. Probably Dude, he's go so back good. He's definitely.
3: He's definitely my new, like, I mean, not necessarily new, one of my top favorite players in the league, if not the top. I mean, he's just so exciting to watch, like, the numbers, what he's able to do at that size. and The the team around him is just so consistent, and they're so, like, I mean, Jamal Murray, they still have guys that can score, but you, when you got a guy like a back-to-back, is he? No, he's not back-to-back MVP, is he? Yeah, he is. I was going to say, I thought he was, but. I just wanted to make sure before I said that, but I mean when you got him on the floor, I'll take I'll take Jokic over anyone in the league right now.
0: He's minus 170 to go back to back to back.
2: Yep. Remember when we were writing him off earlier, we were looking at Luka and Jason Tatum. Look at Jokic all the way back look, up there again. Look at yeah,
0: Tatum like, plus 1,300.
3: That. He was like minus he was like plus plus three hundred at one point. It's Jokic and more than it winning, is Tatum. So. Like meaning Jokic's high, like I don't know how to word this. Jokic's success has meant more to those odds than Tatum having a bad season, if that makes any sense. Like, Tatum's obviously still having a really good year, yeah. but well, it's the fact that also Jokic Huff, I just think keeps doing The thing doing is,
2: Jokic, Jokic does so much on the floor. He's a stat she- stuffer. So as the year goes on, he accumulates so many, and each is like, how the fuck do you not give it to him? Exactly.
0: And it's just so. how much he means to that team. I mean, that team is not a playoff team with without him.
2: So let me see I, your guys' pick to come out of the uh, Western Conference as of right now. Post trade deadline, pre all star break. I'm going West because I got to look at shit. I don't know. I, uh, dude, I'm,
3: I don't, I, I'm not picking Phoenix.
2: No. So, you like Denver. I think you like Denver.
3: I think I like Denver. I think Denver. I'll go with Jokic. Uh, Mackie, Mackie kind of juiced me up at that little, uh, Dirk Nowitzki comparison and now I'm just thinking about placing future on the Nuggets.
2: <laughs> Nuggets future lock it in. I, mean, I wonder where they're at. What do we think their odds are? Nuggets? They're probably, they're probably the second favorite.
0: Yeah, they're 40 and 18.
2: I'm going to go with, for me personally, I'm going to go with the Suns even though I'd like to see the uh, Mavericks make a run. <laughs> I'm
0: going to go That's with the brilliant. Lakers. No, I'm kidding. That'd be really. What cool, about
2: though, the really Clippers? Really they're pretty good and they're pretty healthy again.
0: Yeah, I could we never count on Kawhi, but this. team... But I'm going
2: count. with the Suns.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be between those teams. I don't think Memphis is there quite yet. Sacramento's looked good, but they're not. They're not making a run to that uh, for a championship. Um, like I said, I think the Mavs are going to fall short. I don't think the Warriors have it this year, so it's really only down to those teams, in my opinion. I'm going to go with the with the uh, Nuggets, like I alluded to before. I really think. Uh, Jokic's year to at least represent the Western Conference. Um, I think he can actually win it this year
2: too. Um, maybe you, I'll you just get say the my Mavericks though. I'm I'm excited because I took them ten to win like 380 a few weeks ago, like way before Kyrie was even a th- thought. And now their odds are way worse, so I got some good odds. Oh on yeah, they're plus
3: yeah, 1400 there. now.
2: Yeah, but yeah, uh, back yeah to I got them at the plus nuggets. 2500.
3: Dang. Yeah, the Nuggets, you can get the Nuggets at plus 750 on FanDuel, so might have to dabble on that one. The Nuggets to win the West plus 350 is also interesting.
0: If it, at this point I'm just if you're going to be Kevin Durant, I think I think you're going to win it
1: all. Yes, boys, lots of good stuff there out of the Western Conference in the NBA. The Bucks here Uh, the East on a 10 game winning streak Celtics here leading the East 41 and 17 76ers in third 37 and 19 7 and 3 in their last 10 Cavs 8 and 2 in their last 10 what do we think is going to come out of the East here you guys were talking a lot about the West there what do we think
3: I'm I I said it a little bit earlier I kind of uh, no disrespect to Ace your Celtics, but I th- I think I'm on Giannis and the Bucs this year. I think uh Middleton obviously missing the first start of the the start of the season and kind of working him back into the lineup over the past couple of weeks and going into the future and I just think that Bucs team and what Giannis is capable of, kind of the same reason I like the Nuggets, just uh in the NBA I usually like to pick a star and ride with them in the playoffs and uh, I think those are two pretty good choices in Giannis and uh, Jok- Jokic. Sorry I can't talk again, but I think a Bucks nuggets final would be pretty sick, but uh, Ace, uh, I'll hand things over to you to allude to your Celtics.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get your point with the Celtics because those Bucs have been there and done that, but the thing is they struggled with the Celtics the other night, and they were missing uh, Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown, and they were in Milwaukee, I believe, and it took them until extra time to get that done. I mean, with those pieces, the Celtics are battle-tested, and they're, they're going to get there. They'll at least get to the conference finals again. Um, I think they're due for a championship sooner or later. You know that duo is going to win one with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. But the one team that I would advise people not sleep on in the East is the Philadelphia 76ers. I think they have some of the most talent on any roster as well. Um, Joel Embiid is one of the best players in the NBA. If he can stay healthy, the thing I always err to the side of caution with with the Sixers is, can he play a seven-game series? That's what we've seen to him be able to not do i mean they've been knocked out in seven a lot of times just because us, put the team on his back nobody else steps up and maybe he they get he gets some help now with uh with harden and the rest of the cast but i i like the sixers and the celtics out there um if the heat can somehow get healthy they're they're a good dog at the bottom um nets faded off ever since they they dealt out everybody i know they're still sticking around but nets Cavs not too worried about them or the pacers um hornets hawks nothing nothing too scary but yeah it's really a three team race in my opinion with the uh Bucks, Sixers and Celtics. I'll take the C's, but I think the Sixers are right there. Um, Mackie, you got any thoughts on this Eastern Conference?
0: I'm kind of there with you. I do like the Celtics, but I I wouldn't count out those Cavaliers. I think that team is definitely really good. Um, Donovan Mitchell's been balling out this year. Um, they're twenty five and six at home, so they're getting the they're getting the job done at home. So they're um I don't know if they could steal one on the road. I think they can definitely uh, take one from one of these top three teams. Whoever does end up getting that one seed, the, I'm assuming the Cavs will probably get that four seed. Um, but I do like the Celtics. I, I think they get back there this year, and I think they uh, defend the Eastern Conference. I want to see Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown get, get get a ring. I I like them together. I really think uh, they deserve one at this point. And obviously, uh, Marcus Smart as well. But those two are really that roster's that, that
2: roster's built for one. I mean, you have. Smart, Brown, Tatum, Brogdon, Williams, um, like Horford. I mean, that's a lot of good names up top to start with your your roster and decent bench. I know they got some guys that they've been picking up to bolster it uh, in the past years, really showing true that that was one of their weaknesses. But you have all those guys are really hitting their prime. They've been together for so long. Great coach in Missoula out of Rhode Island. Shout out the uh, Ocean State. But um, they're buzzing. I mean, it shows that. They're there. I mean, they're clicking without their coach from last year, and I don't know. I think they're battle-proven. They know what it takes. They lost to the Warriors team. That's, that's always a tough out, but who knows? Playoffs, long seven-game series. Health is going to be the determining factor for all three of those teams involved, Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers. I mean, if their key guys can stay healthy, any of them could go on to win the Eastern Conference.
3: Yeah, I agree with your points, but I, I just I like you honest too much to go against them. I, I, definitely could see the Celtics defend the the East and go back, but, um, I, I that's a series I'm definitely rooting for to see is uh, Boston versus Milwaukee, and I think you want to see obviously me not having a horse in the race with no uh, NBA team in Pittsburgh and me not necessarily having a home team and just kind of, I have, I'm more root for players in the NBA. I talk about that a lot, but. Um, With this, like with this, the way the playoffs make up every year in the NBA, I always just kind of root for seven game series and the best matchups between the stars. And I'd love to see Tatum versus Giannis go seven games to the Eastern Conference Finals. That'd be amazing. But, um, like you said, the Sixers are no joke. I just, they find a way to do it every year and lose. But I I could see them go on a little run too. But, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Milwaukee, I think, on my choice. I'll go Milwaukee and Denver.
2: Yeah. I think it's a much, uh, tighter picture for who can really make it out and we're all on the same page there but that final team is is the one you got to pick and we'll, we'll see as it comes on the stretch who it's going to be but that west is a lot of teams out there that could take it home this year it's uh, going to be an interesting few weeks of the nba i know we got the all-star break coming up uh, but once we get through that it'll really start to uh buckle down there gotta get that card back up too which you know we will um a lot of, a lot of games coming up soon so be aware that's. Yeah, we like, took a
3: little break on that. Obviously, the NBA, we we're on the deadline. Shit gets so weird in the NBA. Durant obviously still hasn't played a game for Phoenix. Obviously, he's been injured, but um just a lot of guys not really in and out of the lineups with the NBA lately. So we've kind of I've been just kind of taking them as we like them there. But uh yeah, definitely looking to get this one back the the NBA card back rolling the way it was earlier on uh, throughout the season. And uh, as we come down the late stretch and through the NBA playoffs, I know we had a Pretty I think Mackie, what were we last year in the NBA playoffs? Like we ended plus like six, seven units, so right around where we're at right now. So um definitely definitely would be nice to see NBA sitting up around fifteen towards the end of the season. Same with the NHL. And uh yeah, throughout the the playoffs and stuff, we'll obviously try to keep that going. But um yeah, that's basically gonna do it for I think the NBA talk.
1: Yeah, it's just gonna about wrap up everything we got for the NBA couple things to review here in the NFL, including the Super Bowl. First up, the Raiders officially informed quarterback Derek Carr that he's been released per source. team released him before $40.4 million in his contract became guaranteed on Tuesday. Carr is now a free agent and is expected to draw interest from teams like the Saints and the Panthers, amongst others. You guys got any comments on this? Do we have any uh, speculation on where Derek Carr might end up?
3: I think he's going I to the Panthers the because, I think he's Panthers. going to the Panthers just because Frank Reich loves old like old veteran quarterbacks.
2: He'll find a he, home for sure. I mean, where I'm not too sure. I haven't heard too many rumors, but a lot of places need quarterbacks: Tennessee, L.A. Rams, um, the Seahawks. You know the the Panthers, the Falcons, the Saints. Um, the list goes on. So, uh, Derek Carr is going to get a good deal wherever he chooses. I'm going to say multi-year deal as well.
3: Yeah, I just... My, yep, also, that's that, why that
2: helps the QB the QB carousel because someone's going to need to go to uh, Vegas as well.
3: Tampa. And Tampa.
2: Yep, and Tampa. Did you, did you yeah. say Tampa's a part of that list? No, but you're right. I forgot about... The whole NFC South needs a quarterback. <laughs> Literally, Literally the, the whole NFC division. South. It's crazy. So.
1: All right, lots more trade and uh, draft information coming down the line here with the Super Bowl happening this past weekend. So lots to look forward to in the offseason for the NFL. Let's jump into the Super Bowl and see what how we did. Our records for the Super Bowl go as followed. Ace going 3-1, and 8-Mackey going 2-0, oh, myself going 2-1, Huff going 2-1. and one. Uh, Overall, for the playoffs, our records go as followed. Ace going 14-11, plus just right a hair over 8 units. Huff right behind him going 7-12. and 12. Plus 3.85 units. Thank you to his two first touchdowns in that last in the Super Bowl. Myself behind him, seven and five plus two point five five units. And behind me is Mackie going eight and eight plus four point four six units. Lots of good stuff there. All positives across the board for the NFL playoffs. What do you guys got? Great Super Bowl we had. I know we touched on it a bit here in the beginning of the episode, but give me the rundown. What do we think?
3: I'll start us out obviously me me being on the losing side of the of the teams uh I'll start us out obviously I was feeling pretty good about the Eagles going through that whole game and uh to start the drive you know Gainwell goes down it was originally called a touchdown Gainwell goes down I start fucking shoving Mackie on the couch I'm like oh this is QB sneak territory here's Jalen you see the offensive line come up fucking their heads buried in the dirt and Jalen Hurts just sneaks it in I'm like all right, this is shaping up to be a good one. And then I remember the Chiefs start driving right down the field. I'm like, okay, we're gonna have a little bit of a shootout here. I look at both of you guys. You guys are on the Chiefs, and I'm like, all right, Travis Kelsey, right here. I'm a Chiefs fan. Just give me, just give me 87 in the end zone. 20. It was right like a, over
0: the shoulder. Right
3: over the shoulder, dude. It was so perfect. I was like, holy fucking shit, this is crazy. You literally won $1,100 in 10 minutes yeah it was insane I was like okay and uh just at that point I'm like what do I am I gonna hedge if the if Chiefs go up because or if the Eagles go up and they obviously did I did and I kind of alluded to that earlier on but I was just kind of on a high from those first two but uh, I've been carding the first touchdowns all year and Ace, you kind of you said it best whenever I texted about it but stuck to the guns and finally brought two home in the last game of the season and uh, one thing I'd like to say, at least for for myself and my record over the past two years, and if you would have told me starting this podcast that I would go two straight NFL seasons with a winning record and winning units, uh, I would say you're honestly pretty crazy to do that in the NFL consistently. Uh it's obviously the average person, you know, loses money gambling and two years on the card in the NFL with a winning record and positive units, obviously it was a a little better late than never i was down about uh, i think 4 units going into that game and winning 9.3 you know and ended me at plus 4.62 on the year so that's definitely something that i was proud of myself to to end up after an own 14 start officially ending the season 69 68 and 1 plus 4.62 units i mean i was down 20 units at one point so the comeback i had just had to pat myself on the back and with the platform that i have so Heard a lot of shit throughout the first couple weeks of the season and after the Super Bowl sitting here after a winning Super Bowl or a winning regular season and playoffs, but yeah, I know we all obviously caked in the playoffs and Mackie, you you led us in the, the unit department throughout all of us with 6.19 on the year, 93-90. 93 wins, 90 losses, and 3 pushes. It's kind of a tough record to say, but hell of a season for all of us, honestly, but yeah, the Super Bowl was, we, we all caked on it. Like you said, the records, the ace three and one, all of us, Mackie two and oh, me and you two and one. But um, it was a great game. Obviously, the game we all were hoping for and we're hyping up for. Uh, we saw a hell of a you know performance out of Jalen Hurts, like Mackie said earlier on. Um, I definitely think this Eagles team is not done yet. It's going to be tough with what they have, both of their coordinators signing uh, head coaching jobs and uh, or committing to head coaching jobs uh, with, one with the Colts, and I believe the other one with the Cardinals. And, yeah, just yesterday, so obviously right after the game, they lose both of their coordinators. They obviously have a bunch of draft picks. They also have a lot of free agents, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what this team can do. But definitely Jalen Hurts, Mackie, you said, I think he's a top four, top five quarterback in the NFL, and uh, that game gave me gave so much faith for me to have in him going forward as a, as a quarterback. Obviously, I kind of doubted him throughout parts of this season. I was one of the people saying, you know, that team is – the rest of the team is so good. It's not really Jalen Hurts, and in that Super Bowl, he really showed what he's capable of. It's Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, what do you have? Three rushing touchdowns. He hit the. He got the two point conversion after the one to cash that bet for a bunch of people that uh hasn't hit. He hidden. fought
0: for that. He he didn't look like he was getting that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're right. Jalen Hurts have a good game, cost his team the chance at winning another second Super Bowl ring by fumble sixing that one um probably the only downfall of his day but um yeah Patrick Mahomes showed up too and his ankle looked fine got a little scare at halftime but he came back ready to go and did his thing didn't even have to throw too much very efficient on when he had the ball as the Eagles dominated the time on possession but I hit with Hoff on that first Kelsey TD score we were saying it was free for weeks and it ended up being true so congratulations everybody hit that with us in the Hertz TD um we all knew A.J. Brown was getting in, and he did, and uh, obviously the rest of our pod hit on Pacheco as well, who ran, had a great game. We were talking about those explosive legs all week, and they showed up running for, like I think, 76 yards. Mahomes actually having a good day on the, on the ground as well, um, crushing his over 18 and half yard rushing prop um, that I was pretty fond of. Didn't get the passing yards, but that's all right. He didn't need to do it as much, but he got my Chiefs the win with that multi-unit play. And uh, he got another MVP and he's going to be here for years to come. I think he's going to finish with at least seven Super Bowl appearances. Um, my projection for him to go four and three in a Super Bowl career, but obviously a long time between that. But staking his claim as that guy, um, just like Tom Brady was doing during his tenure, um, who you're going to have to go through to get a Super Bowl year in and year out. And with Travis Kelsey at his disposal, I mean, him and Andy Reid, that 300 monster out of Kansas City showed up and they showed why they deserved to get the ring. Helped me cash out on that Super Bowl and all the boys ate, so love to see that. It was uh, great to watch and a great playoff record for myself. After after a tough se- first season on the books, trying to bounce back every week, finally reset on playoffs and ended up almost at double-digit units in a short span of time. So was happy to see that and happy to roll it into the other sports in the next season. So definitely a great wrap-up here and looking forward to, to next year with the football world.
3: Yeah, honestly, like if, with the regular season, you had so many kind of like tough beats and that's I said that's all you could really do is just kind of look at the the playoffs as a new start and I mean, you fucking lit up the playoffs.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think uh I got to take that philosophy into next year. Really hone in on lesser games and on the big slate. So, kind of like we do with the nightly card. So, I'm excited for that, for sure.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't really have much to say um Obviously, it's nice to be up a little over uh, six units. I think you said I wanted to be up over ten to finish the season, but um, just couldn't really get there. Got a nice Super Bowl, but the rest of the playoffs weren't very weren't very good. I think it was, well, I was definitely a, a little minus um, before the Super Bowl, but um, just going to bounce back next year. Hopefully, we can get over uh, ten to fifteen units next year, and uh, like like uh, like I've said, it's just just about consistencies. Positive two years in a row, and that's what I'm looking to do next year. So, uh, yeah, it's Mac, another, another season. Mac, yeah, book. I just
3: looked at your record from last year. You were uh, 33, 36 and 1. Obviously, we all had a lot less individual plays last year. Uh, you were 33, 36 and 1, minus 5.37 units. So, if you put your two records together, you technically have made money over the past two seasons in the NFL.
0: Yeah, chump change.
3: $100,
0: $100 over two years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's better than losing. But yep. I'm probably, what did I say, a 4.6? I'm like right over seven units over two seasons. That's fucking, that feels good to say.
0: Nice. Nice. Definitely a huge Super Bowl for
3: you. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. <laughs> I I was expecting to go, like, I was literally just about to card Eagles, and obviously I would have ended like minus seven, and now I'm sitting here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would have been so pissed. <laughs> Uh yeah I'm glad I did it but yeah I think that's gonna do it for us this week and then uh, we'll see you guys next week for obviously obviously football's over gonna keep touching in on the NHL NBA college basketball like uh, Jesse said earlier we got a couple of plays pending tonight um, three I believe with uh, Northwestern Mississippi State and Mackey what's the other one I'm drawing a blank here Iowa State um, Iowa State yeah but yeah we got three plant three pending tonight obviously looking to get a couple NHL games out tonight and maybe an NBA or two but that's going to do it for me. We will see you guys next week. Make sure you're subscribing, liking all the social media content, uh, wherever you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. make sure you're liking, leaving a review, five stars. Uh, really goes a long way for us in the uh, in the long run. But like I said, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.
1: And that's going to do it for us on this episode of Hit the Books. Thank you to everyone who tunes in each and every week. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do here, so please like, share, and subscribe wherever you can. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for our plays each and every night in the NHL, NFL, MLB, NBA, college basketball, and college football. Thank you again, and see you next week.